Hello, this is Dhyanesh from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 11th of November. India's COVID-19 tally went past the 86 lakh mark today with an addition of nearly 44,000 new cases in the last 24 hours. The number of people who have recovered from the disease surged to 80.13 lakh. This pushed the nation's COVID recovery rate to 92.79%. Over 500 fresh fatalities were recorded in the last 24 hours, pushing the nationwide COVID death toll to over 1.27 lakh. The number of active cases dropped below 5 lakh. The Union Ministry of Health and Family Welfare said today, and I quote, India has scaled an unprecedented peak as the active COVID-19 cases have dropped below the 5 lakh mark for the first time after 106 days, unquote. As of last morning, India had conducted 11.96 crore tests, the second highest number of COVID tests in the world. Rapid antigen tests comprise 49% of the total number of tests done, while 46% of the total were RT-PCR tests. Meanwhile, the third phase of clinical trials for Covaxin have started. Covaxin is the coronavirus vaccine being developed by the pharmaceutical firm Bharat Biotech in collaboration with the Indian Council of Medical Research. The vice chancellor of Aligarh Muslim University registered as the first volunteer for the trials which will take place at the university's JN Medical College and Hospital. The vice chancellor also encouraged others to participate in the trials. Moving on to covid updates from different states. In the national capital, 83 fatalities were recorded yesterday, taking the death toll to over 7100. This daily fatality figure was the highest recorded in Delhi in over 5 months. For over 4 days now, Delhi has been recording more than 70 deaths a day. A total of 310 deaths were reported in these 4 days alone. In an effort to contain the covid mortalities the delhi government has asked all covid testing centers to mandatorily check oxygen saturation levels of everyone who gets tested those having an oxygen saturation level below 94% will have to undergo mandatory medical examination the maharashtra government is waiting for the center's mobile app to initiate the process of registering names of healthcare workers for covid vaccination officials said the app will be ready by late next week Following this districts will be asked to start uploading data on healthcare workers from both public and private hospitals the app will track each healthcare worker for vaccine dose repeat dose and vaccine schedule suburban railway services resumed in the state of west bengal from today the state government yesterday announced the standard operating procedure or sop for the restart of local train services According to the SOP wearing a face mask or cover will be mandatory for passengers entry and exit points will be earmarked for passengers movement with social distancing guidelines in place in addition coaches will be sanitized daily and as and when deemed desirable in an election result that defied all major exit poll predictions in bihar the bhartiya janata party and janata dal united alliance clinched victory over the Rashtriya Janata Dal led Mahagathbandhan in a tight contest the nda will be back in power with jdu's nitish kumar likely becoming the cm in what will be his fourth consecutive term as covid sops pushed vote counting late into the evening both the nda and the mahagathbandhan showed promising numbers the battle ended late last night with the governing coalition clinching 125 seats in the 243 member state assembly 
against the 110 secured by the Grand Alliance. Pulled down by the dismal showing of the Congress, the strong performance of AIMIM in Simanchal, and the less than expected tally of the RJD, the Mahagadbandan refused to accept the results. It accused the returning officers of falling under pressure from the governing alliance, but the election commission refuted the allegation. The elections also saw the left resurfacing. It had made a pre-poll pact with the RJD Congress alliance. The biggest gainer was the Communist Party of India Marxist-Leninist, which clinched 12 seats, followed by the CPI and CPI Marxist getting two each. Along with votes being counted for the Bihar election, by-election results for assembly seats in various states were also expected. In Madhya Pradesh, the BJP won in 19 of the 28 assembly seats, delivering a clean sweep. The by-elections for these seats were held on 3rd November. The MP win ensured stability for Chief Minister Shivrat Singh Chauhan's government. In Gujarat, 8 out of 8 assembly seats were taken by the BJP, while in Uttar Pradesh, it clinched 6 out of 7 seats with 1 seat going to the Samajwadi party. The Congress won 1 seat each in Chhattisgarh, Haryana and Jharkhand. Out of the 59 seats that were up for polls across states, the BJP won or was leading in 40 of the 59 seats. The state election in Bihar has scarred the shining moon of the popular pollsters. Access My India, which produced accurate seat-sharing predictions in the general election in 2019 and in the state elections in Maharashtra, Haryana and Delhi, fell significantly short of grasping the Bihari mood this year. Most exit polls this year predicted superior chances for the RJD-led Grand Alliance in Bihar, while results revealed that the NDA emerged victorious. Wonder why all major exit pollsters stood defied in Bihar and who hit the bullseye? Head over to newslaundry.com and read my colleague Ayush Tiwari's latest report titled Bihar Election. State pollsters fumble as NDA punches way above expectation. While you are there, also check out the Bihar election reports under the NL Sena series on the Bihar elections on our website. In this series, my colleague Basant covered the social realities from ground in Bihar. Dear listeners, writing reports like these not only requires time and efforts, but also resources. News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform. We don't depend on advertisers, we depend on you, because when the public pays, the public is served, and when advertisers pay, the advertisers are served. For interviews, podcasts, reports, and a lot more, please check out our website, newslaundry.com. If you think we deserve your support, which costs as little as rupees 300 a month, then please hit that subscribe button on the top right corner of the website and pay to keep news free. The Supreme Court today ordered release of Arnab Goswami and the other co-accused on interim bail on a bond of rupees 50,000 each. Goswami and two others had been arrested in a 2018 case of abetment to suicide. During the hearing, the top court expressed strong displeasure over the Bombay High Court's dismissal of Arnab Goswami's bail plea. The vacation bench, constituting Justice B.Y. Chandrachud and Indira Banerjee said, and I quote, Supreme Court is unhappy that high courts, which are constitutional courts, are not doing enough in matters where personal liberty is denied. If left to me, I do not watch the channel and you may differ in ideology, But if constitutional courts do not interfere today, we are traveling the path of destruction undeniably. The top court also said, and I quote again, 
if state governments target individuals they must realize there is an apex court to protect liberty of citizens unquote the hearing came 2 days after the bombay high court had turned down goswami's plea against his arrest and the reopening of the case the apex court also pulled up the maharashtra government over the case against the tv anchor justice chandrachud asked senior advocate kapil sibal appearing for maharashtra if there was any active encouragement or instigation in the case to constitute an offence of abetment to suicide it added and i quote otherwise look at the drastic consequences we are dealing with personal liberty india's democracy is extraordinarily resilient point is governments should ignore the taunts on tv this is not the basis on which elections are fought do you think what they say makes any difference in the elections unquote advocate harish salve appearing for goswami said that the maharashtra police seeking custodial interrogation of goswami was nothing but a smoke screen to teach him a lesson according to the legal news website live law salve argued that goswami was arrested on the basis of a 3 year old fir he added and i quote that too during the diwali week and then he is transferred from taloja jail there is no doubt about what the state government is trying to do unquote he also alleged that the power to reinvestigate was being wrongly used by the maharashtra government the current case against goswami is related to the death of interior designer anvay nayak and his mother kumud nayak in alibag in may 2018 according to police officials the two died by suicide and left behind a suicide note that alleged non payment of dues by goswami's channel and two other companies the supreme court today rejected a petition challenging the calcutta high court's ban on firecrackers during the upcoming festival season a bench constituting justice chiy chandrachud and indira banerjee said it understood the importance of festivals but added and i quote we are in a situation where life itself is in danger there can be no greater value than preservation of life itself we understand this may involve hardship but look at covid-19 affected people in hospitals elderly people etc can anyone step out of the house in calcutta delhi or any other part of the city today unquote the calcutta high court had last week ordered a complete ban on firecrackers across the state of west bengal stating health reasons and covid-19 it refused to allow even the 2 hour window to burst crackers a concession earlier permitted by the apex court senior advocate siddharth bhatnagar representing the petitioner argued that the calcutta high court had not used empirical data necessitating a ban on firecrackers before arriving at the conclusion the supreme court disagreed with the statement saying that judges and advocates had been living through the pandemic and that they were conscious of the fact that festivals are important for people multiple states including rajasthan karnataka haryana delhi and maharashtra have issued semi and blanket bans on firecrackers ahead of the festive season one of the main reasons stated for the ban apart from air pollution is the covid pandemic according to a new government order digital media including films and online news platforms will now come under the ambit of union ministry of information and broadcasting the inb ministry will also regulate online audio visual programs and current affairs content according to the amendment order signed by president ramnath kovind on monday till now specific laws for online content providers and news platforms were absent the segment was not directly regulated by any particular ministry and the information technology act 2000 
has provided the overarching legal framework for it now over the top or ott platforms such as netflix and amazon prime video will also fall under the purview of the inb ministry while film and television certification bodies moderate public content in india it did not allow censorship of content on the online streaming platforms the inb ministry has been looking at either pushing for self regulation in matters of online content providers or coming up with laws to bring online news under its purview the order amended the government of india allocation of business rules 1961 to make the changes the order also stated that these changes would be effective immediately and now for some international updates the global covid tally is nearing the 52 million mark with 1.27 million covid related deaths worldwide the us has the highest tally with over 10 million cases followed by india brazil and russia the united states yesterday far exceeded its previous daily record of fresh covid-19 cases with an addition of 200000 cases in 24 hours brazil's covid-19 cases exceeded 5.7 million after registering 25012 new cases in the last 24 hours meanwhile russia said today that its sputnik v vaccine is 92% effective at protecting people from covid-19 according to interim trial results The interim results are based on data from first 16000 trial participants to receive both shots of the two dose vaccine. These initial results are only the second to be published from a late stage human trial in a global race to produce a vaccine that could halt the pandemic. The Russian update came after US's pharmaceutical firm Pfizer which is developing a covid vaccine said that the vaccine it has been developing with German partner BioNTech SE was 90% effective against covid-19 this was based on an early look at results from its large late stage trial following this US health secretary Alex Azar said yesterday that if pfizer inc submits the positive initial data from its covid-19 vaccine trial to health regulators as quickly as expected the us government plans to begin vaccinating americans in december hong kong dove further into crisis today as four of its pro democracy legislators were expelled from its legislature this came after beijing gave city authorities new powers to curb dissent raising the prospect of a walk out in protest by pro democracy legislators just before the expulsions china's parliament adopted a resolution that would allow the city's executive to expel legislators who appeared to be advocating hong kong independence colluding with foreign forces or threatening national securities by other means according to the resolution the executive can now do this without having to go through the courts one of the expelled legislators Kwok Kapki said and I quote my mission as a legislator to fight for democracy and freedom cannot continue but I would certainly go along if Hong Kong people continue to fight for the core values of Hong Kong unquote earlier these four assembly members had been disqualified for running for re-election as authorities believed their pledge for allegiance to Hong Kong was not sincere after today's expulsions Hong Kong's pro-democracy politicians said they would also be resigning from the city's legislature together in protest against what they described was the central government's ruthless move. This move will leave the Legislative Council of Hong Kong with only pro-Beijing politicians allowing them to pass bills favored by China unopposed. The pro-Beijing side already holds a majority in the mini parliament 
as only half of the 70 seats in the legislature are elected the other half is stacked with pro beijing figures concern about hong kong's functioning as an autonomous region have grown since june 30th when beijing imposed national security legislation on the city setting out punishment for anything china considers as subversion secessionism terrorism and collusion with foreign forces with up to life imprisonment and now for some home grown stuff from newslaundry.com my colleague pratik has given a detailed account on the case for which arnab goswami was arrested from his home last week do check out his piece titled the 2018 case against arnab goswami why was it reopened and what does it say last week on nl hafta news laundry's abhinandan sekri manisha pande and mehraj lone were joined by arfa khanum the senior editor at the wire the discussion spanned the us presidential election arnab goswami's arrest the bihar assembly election france and vienna attacks and a lot more here's a snippet from the episode as i am not a very practicing muslim i do not really wear my religion on my sleeve i find myself as a part of this social group called muslims in india which has more of a social cultural heritage so i even despite the fact that i am not someone who maybe is all the time guided by what the religious book says i would say i am hurt when my prophet is insulted i may not be hurt just by the caricature by just a cartoon or if it's like a harmless cartoon just the very fact that iconography is not permissible in islam and that is why i would be hurt if if prophets uh, you know cartoon or caricature is there i would be hurt as i would be hurt if someone were to insult my mother if someone to insult my grandmother or my father i will feel bad so i will feel terribly bad if there are nasty horrible things said for my prophet prophet i believe it was one of the, the he has been one of the greatest uh, world leaders religious leaders i would still not say the greatest because when i had put out a tweet there were a lot of people saying that no just say the greatest again the supremacy thing like i would respect your prophet abhinandan as much as i would prophet mine Uh, for you your prophet may be the greatest for me my prophet is the greatest so i would say one of the greatest but i truly like there is one thing where i have no confusion is that only prophets prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam's teachings teach me to not adopt to violence to respect people their disagreements and freedom of expression i don't know whether i can really relate to the french enlightenment as macron said i think this is also comes from a very supremacist place that you know his way is the only way and other religions and other whatever uh, i really don't want to do not want to comment on this but i think this is completely unnecessary especially at a time when when we are going through so much when the humanity is going through so much i cannot strictly go i would say the part of his speech is very provocative and if i were to make that speech i would say a large part of it i agree with but some part of it i think i completely do not agree with but what i am saying so do i feel the pressure to to make myself clear there are at least three people on on uh, twitter who are not very i would say not very close friends but they are friends friends they they said that i am in denial of of, of the islamists and their actions in india when i tried to say i said i put out an unconditional condemnation of what happened in france even prophet would not have approved of it but second i said i refuse to take this pressure from the people who do not condemn even the cow related killings the propaganda of love jihad voting a person who was charged with terrorism 
to Indian Parliament, I, the last person I would take it from is those people. Also, don't forget to check out the NL Hampers, Diwali Se Christmas, Spread the Light of Independent Journalism. It is the best gift to give your family and friends and spread the word about free, accurate and independent news. For more, do check out our website. That's all I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.